Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan. I don't know if that sounded any different, but I went around my mic like this, so I don't know if that did anything, but hopefully. Oh, is that what you're doing? No, it just cut out. Like It's a cardioid mic, so it doesn't pick up a certain section of it. That's a shame. Anyways, That's a shame. I'm Commander Wolf, everybody. Hello. I don't, I'm not going to try to repeat that because my microphone is kind of on a stick. And I can't get up to go around the stick. Well, um, this is my first time recording at my new college. I just moved down to Florida two weeks ago, and now I'm up here in uh, Boston, uh, Northeastern, um, in my dorm room. And actually, we have an apartment, so the room here is actually kind of big. I mean, obviously, there's going to be another guy in here. He's coming in in a couple days, and uh, we'll see if he enjoys marble-related screaming as much as I do, but chances <laughs> oh, are wonderful. he going to get a little annoyed. But listen, um, I'm sure we'll work it out. We'll work out times where I'll be able to do it because he's obviously not going to be always in here. And then when I can, when when I when they're open, I will try to find a recording studio to move into. But in the meantime, we got... Um, uh, I'm in a new place, and I wasn't going to even record today because I was tired, and I was tired as crap yesterday. It was crazy, like... Just, I had to fly, I got up early, I flew, and then I got on the subway, I got to my room, and I had to walk around and buy things for my room that I couldn't get pack in the suitcases. It was just a tiresome day, but, uh, you know, somehow, um, somehow we got to the end, and I was feeling shitty yesterday, because I didn't eat, like, anything. I ate an apple for dinner. That's, that was my whole day. Um, just an apple? Just an apple, sir. Because I was just stressed huh. out. I, I was, like, really, really stressed out, and just nervous i guess i don't know just something just in general like stressed out so um yeah but finally we're here i'm feeling a lot better today i'm feeling uh that's why i thought that's why i wanted to push it off friday because i thought i was gonna feel pretty shitty today but it kind of picked up after i got something to eat and i settled in and stuff like that and um did some other fun things today um yeah but it was uh it was a tough day yesterday for sure but it's crazy it's crazy that i'm living alone it's crazy that I'm living, well, not alone, but, like, I'm not, like, going home to my family or my house in, like, a week or in two weeks or in a few days. It's like, I'm here for a while. Like, this is where I live now. This is, it's kind of weird, but, uh, and so far from home as well, but uh, this is, this is what it is. Um, yeah, it's a, it's t- it takes some adjustment, but, uh, you know, you'll get there. But you know what doesn't take adjustment? You know what doesn't take what? any adjustment at all? It does what not does? matter where in the world I am. If I sit down and I watch the Rangers perform in the manner that they did today, I'm going to be pissed. And if you're wondering, I was pissed today watching them compete in soccer. Lose to the Chocolatiers of all teams. How do you lose to the Chocolatiers? Physically. Dude, this Marvel League is whack. <laughs> That's the word for it. Whack League this year. But, um... We're going to get into all that. All right. We're going to talk the last two events. 
And I'm going to have to make some confessions. I'm going to have to come out and take responsibility for some of the non-Marvel Sports connoisseur-worthy decisions that I made this season. And I will do mm. so. And I don't even have to see the last event. Because I'm pretty sure things are not going to change form in the last event. But let's go to the news. We'll see you on the other side. Yep. And this time, maybe it's actually Johnny Marble. Hey. Hopefully, yeah. Marble Sports fans, I am Johnny Marble here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News, sponsored by the Marble Hotel. Wherever you roll, we'll be there. Event 14 of Marble League 2021 was the Classic Sand Rally, and it featured some very intense racing. You never really knew who would come out on top as the marbles were constantly swapping positions throughout the race, and even the marble who started in first could end in last. The Rojo Rollers finished 7th in their heat and failed to move on into the finals. And unfortunately for their coach, Rojo Cero, it was the last straw for the team manager who fired them on the spot. It's unfortunate to see them go after they've supported them for so long, but perhaps this change will lead to better performances for the Rojo Rollers. Only time will tell though. On a more positive note, the final race was something else, as a 4-marble photo finish for second occurred with marbles literally flying over the line. After the analysis by the officials, it was determined that Blue Eye from the Crazy Cat's Eyes came in first, followed by Alpine and the Gliding Glaciers in second, and Shimmer and the Shining Swarm in third. And now for Event 15, soccer, or football depending on where you're from. This event tested the teamwork and precision of the competitors to get the right trajectory for their goal to block their opponents. The Limers gave an especially impressive performance against the Gliding Glaciers with a last-second goal to come into overtime. But they ultimately lost out in the end. The Glaciers would continue this momentum all the way into the finals to secure the gold, leaving the Chocolatiers with the silver and the Hazers with the bronze. Only one event remains, and yet 11 teams are still mathematically capable of winning the Marble League. It will be a former champion like the Raspberry Racers, an underdog like Team Momo, or even a rookie team like the Gliding Glaciers. It's truly anyone's game, so you better not miss the final event. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I've been Johnny Marble. You, my dear listeners, have been the best fans in the world. Let's take it on back and continue now with the podcast. We are back from the news, and if this news featured Johnny Marble, which I think it might, then I'm a happy Marble, because I personally love Johnny Marble, and I'm glad I'm glad that he took the time to take a break, because it's good to take a break from things sometimes. Sometimes I even take a break from the show. Sometimes I even take a break from my favorite things in life, but I'm glad he's back, mm-hmm. if he's back today. If he's not back this week, he's probably back next week, because he did confirm with us that he wanted to come back. He's ready. So um, whenever he is, I am very excited to hear his oh, Rangers voice. But uh, unfortunately, Johnny Marble probably is a little <laughs> sad. Right, Waff? Well, Rangers not really uh, performing this year. Yeah. He probably isn't too happy about that. 
but we shall see. We shall see. Maybe it'll do at least not total garbage by the end. Uh. Well, listen, points-wise, all right, podium-wise, the Arrangers can podium. It's very unlikely, but the Arrangers could podium. They would need a gold. True. And we've been through 15 events, and the Arrangers haven't put a gold up on the board. And that's what bothers me this season. We're going to get in emails in a second, sorry. But what bothers me this particular season, even if the O-Rangers did not get top five this season, even if the O-Rangers did not win this season, as the O-Rangers, they should put up at least one gold medal. They should put up one gold medal. I mean, come on, Waff. Uh, I mean, yeah, it, it's very strange to see them in this situation. Like, this is normally not what happens, like, at all. We always expect them to kind of be up there, and they're not. It's just kind of strange to see. And here's my biggest problem. They've had multiple chances. They've put themselves in position many times to get top four, to get top three, to get gold, and every single time. They have choked the medal. They have choked the opportunity. They start off an event strong. They get to the next heat. And they look like they don't even know how to roll. Yeah, like, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I just don't, like, like, it, I, I haven't really thought about it. Like, I was kind of thinking about the other, how the other teams, like, how crazy is that these other teams are doing good. But I never really just stopped to think about, like, you know, wow, the O-Rangers, right, like, this is very uncharacteristic. Like, what's the worst they've ever done? Actually, that's a good question. I think they did what's finish the in 13th in 2017. They, oh, no, not 2017. They finished 13th in one year. I don't remember what it was. Like, low in one year. And that's always, and every time people talk to me about Arrangers, they always default to that as like, okay, well, the Arrangers weren't always good compared to, like, the Savage Feeders or the likes of such. But, and I don't remember what year that was. It might have been 2018. Someone have to look hmm. into that. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. Uh... It's always so inconvenient with my computer in the corner. Yeah. But with that being said, uh, guys, um, we want to get into the emails to start. I'm a little upset about the O-Rangers. I could go on for hours about how much I am pissed about the O-Rangers. But that's not going to change anything. And I will talk fantasy before we get into events today. And I will, I will take responsibility for bad picks. But we want to hear from you guys first. You can email us, mswpodcast at gmail.com. We will eat, read your email. We will respond to it. If you ask a question, we'll answer it. If you uh, give us information, we will respond to it. You can say whatever you want. You can tell us anything. Marble-related is nice, but hey, we're here to talk to y'all. So let's get to the first email, and this one's going to be a juicy one, Waff, all right? So, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Can you maybe, have you read it yet? You might want to summarize this one. The old blue-eyed drama? Uh, let me see here. I'm gonna switch to the other account. <laughs> Thanks oh, for oh, singing oh. that to us. Um, but while no we problem. switching, I'm very glad. The first email that shows up for me is old blue eye drama. Subjected, uh, Grayson Rodriguez writing in. Thank you. And he gives us a um a link to something that I don't know if I'm gonna read right now, but I'll read his ah, email. This. He says, "Pretty old news at this point, gents." But here's the official explanation by the JMA. This is for the blue eye drama. Lots of precedents yeah, for this, this decision. I agree that they made the right call. The issue wasn't malicious or not malicious. It's about taking away other Marvel's ability to compete. Their decision was consistent with other events. He's pro-DNQ. 
Yeah, the link leads to a video by Nova Wolf. I watched this a long time ago, basically explaining like that the decision was made based on on precedent that was established before, and we've already discussed this last week about how like I'm like like you, you don't really like that precedent, but like I'm but like that is just the the pre- that's what they set up. That's ha- and they're gonna be consistent with it. So I mean, and and if, I don't want to be. A- I'll say a similar thing that I said last week. If that's the precedent they set up and that's the thing they will follow, then that's what they have to do to stay consistent. I mean, it is what they have to do because that's the precedent they determined to be how Marble League is run. And that's fine. And if you make that precedent, you have to follow it. But in my personal opinion, that precedent is useless and not a good precedent. And so I'm still going to argue that it's a wrong decision because I don't agree with the precedent they sent. I don't agree that if a collision on the course, which happens by the thousands in marble racing, happens in the exact position that a marble is removed from the track, that that should cause this alarm for disqualification, especially if you can't provide a very thorough and just clear case that there was any malicious activity any in- any purposeful intent from the other marble especially when it comes to racing where like i said you got to count collisions by heat marbles it's constant and i have everybody across my podcast waff disagrees with me let it roll disagrees with me they were uh, we argued after the show we debated we had a great talk thanks guys from let it roll i love y'all um check out let it roll by the way because they're a good podcast yeah. they're like they're it's like a fun really podcast like i've they, been listening to it every week do you know that they talk about marbles as if they were real no. athletes did you know that i didn't that's a really cool idea we should steal that do yeah like imagine like coming up with that idea like that's imagine coming up with that just like we're gonna talk about marbles like and we're gonna talk about them like the real athletes dude those guys are crazy but um with that being said Last We went on for 20 minutes about that last episode, so we're not going to do that again. And I will read, or maybe I'll watch this Nova Wolf video later um, if I want to hear that. But I really get the gist of it. All right? And it's the precedent they set. But you have to agree with that precedent to agree with the opinion, to agree with the decision, and I do not. Let's go to the next email. Okay, this is the one I think I was, that I was thinking about that you might want to just summarize. No, I'm going to read it out. We've had longer emails, and I want to make sure I give fans the time. If they take the time to write us an email. Oh, I think it was the next one. I, 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 there, there are two long emails in here, but I think the next one is the longest, and that one has just it's just a whole lot. All right, well, we'll see. You guys are in for an email or two. So this one's from Ahmed Stedman. And by the way, I have a friend whose name is Ahmed, and he told me to pronounce Ahmed. You're supposed to do like, you're supposed to say, instead of like saying Ahmed, you're supposed to say like, like you're drinking, like you just drank water and you're like, ah, at the end of it. Oh. And like, huh. and it's like, and then you say med. So it's like, ah, med. So I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. A joke. But um, that's how he told me I'm pronounce- I'm supposed to pronounce it. I don't know, maybe your name's huh. a little different, but um, I'm hoping I did that right. I'm really open. Um, but uh, uh, Stedman, Mr. Stedman, uh, thanks for emailing in. I think this is the first time I haven't seen your name before. But he says, hello, new to your channel. Oh, well, it is the first time, <laughs> new to your channel. 
happened upon it when I was watching one of the Marble League events, and it came up as a YouTube suggestion. Wow, we get the YouTube algorithms chat. As far as the ML expanding to 32 teams, okay. I was a proponent for it a long time because 28 was always an odd number of teams in my opinion. There's a lot more configurations JMA can do now with 32 teams. I watched you two debate about what the new format should be once they expand. If the, if the JMA is keeping the Marble League to just 16 teams, and the ML showdown will now be 16 teams. That is true. I think the top three finishers in ML should still auto-qualify. The host team should auto-qualify. The winner of the B-League showdown should auto-qualify for the A-League. We'll talk about that in a sec. Now, and the bottom three teams instead of the bottom four should be relegated to next year's showdown. There will be 16 teams now in the showdown, beating 15 other teams, no matter how lame they are lame or not, is a feat and should be rewarded with an auto-qualify just to opine. Oh, what a word. Opine. Nice. Uh, last, the triathlon and the elimination race should be mainstays in the Marble League every year. Those two events are always edge-of-your-seat entertainment. Thanks and love the channel. Um, I'll start easy. Triathlon and elimination race are excellent. I rated mm -hmm. a 10 out of 10 and a 9 out of 10, I think, for those two events. They are very good events. That is a, that is a classic example of creativity plus simplicity on JMR. So those events should stay. I agree. Um, Waf, I mean, opinions on this? Because I'm going to go on this, but I'm going to let you put yours out. Uh, yeah, no, I would agree. I think that triathlon and elimination race are just so good that they really kind of should be mainstays. They probably won't be just because, like, other mainstay events that normally are mainstays like Collision. Where was been Collision in this year? We had, like, 15 yeah. racing events. You couldn't have thrown Collision yeah. in there? What, did they think soccer was the same thing? Man, I was upset. But well, I mean more about the I, teams. I enjoyed soccer, but we'll get to that later. Uh, in regards to uh, the whole, uh, this the format here. And yeah. so, so like, the main difference was, like, well, I feel like relegating only three is a bit, I think that's too small. I think four should still, it should still be bottom four. I do like the idea of, like, of auto-qualifying the top one to, you know, actually give it, like, an actual No, but if you auto-qualify the top one, then you, to keep the even number of teams in the qualifiers itself, you can only relegate three. Ah, uh, you might be right. I think you're right about that. Yeah, okay, so fair, fair, fair. Fair, well, right. then, well, then again, how many, uh... Well, if, if, so they're not changing the format for the A League, correct? Like the A League stays the same. Um, um, what do you mean? Yeah, top top three finishers should okay. Yeah, like top three finishers in ML will auto qualify. The host team will then qualify. Okay, so yeah, A League's the same. They like change the B League format. Okay, so yeah, I uh, you know that's I think that's a, that's a decent format idea. I I'm okay with that one. Uh, what about you, Brendan? I mean, listen. And I'm always old-fashioned in this regard. So, I mean, it's always going to be tough to convince me. But last week we had an email that proposed that the top two teams from B-League should auto-qualify. Auto-qualify! I don't know if it was an email, but it was definitely from a... It was just an no, I think idea that man threw around. I think that was an, you know, some, some idea that was thrown around that the top two teams from B-League should be treated in the same manner as the top three teams from A-League. Hmm. And I and I of course disagree with that, as a as a as me. I don't even want to call myself Marble Course Connoisseur anymore because of the monstrosity which is my fantasy team this year. But I will say like you that said... um, I disagree with that. But here we have a proposed possibility that, and he made he gave some good points. 
16 teams in the showdown is more than 12. And that is means it's harder to be the top team. It's harder to be the top out of 16 mm-hmm. than the top out of 12. And he says he only wants that top team to auto-qualify. What I think about that is this. I don't like it. I don't at all. I really, I, ca- I can't pretend like I like it. I do not. But you make a much better case to be on the way to possibly convincing me that I like it <laughs> if you stick with this argument. Because at least you make sense. One, the top team out of 16? Yeah, they should be rewarded for that. Why should they be treated as the one who just squeaked by in 13th place? Why? But my problem with that is, again, this. If you do that, you treat the winner of a B League the same as the winner of an A League, and you then remove a spot that can be attained in the qualifiers because now that's five spots auto-qualified, and then make it harder, even if it's minute, it's harder on the teams that made it to the A League the previous year, which means you're still rewarding a worse team on past performance recently than even the worst team in A-League, which is better, in theory, than the best team in B-League. Because if the best team in B-League was better than the worst team in A-League, then they would be in A-League! I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Like, uh, other ideas I've heard, I just don't know, but, like, maybe they get, like, a a handicap in qualifiers. Like, they get, like, like, what, like, five points or something like that. Like, I'm not, like, I don't know the specific... Uh, types of handicaps I've heard, but like that's an idea that I've heard thrown around. Like, like okay, if you're not auto qualify the showdown winner, then at the very least the showdown winner should get some sort of boost in qualifiers to actually and give something. I, I mean, I hear that, and I and that's my brain went there for a second too, because um, I like to consider all possibilities, and I'm like, okay, well maybe give them a little handicap, five points, even three points is actually still pretty uh, uh, possibly effective. Um, but I'm just like, why? Why treat them better than the teams who were good enough to make it to A-League? Why, why, why do that? Alright? I mean... It, it just... They're two different leagues. Two different skill sets. You don't have the same competition in B-League. And you know that. Because the yeah. Savage Beaters are never in B-League. The Rangers are never in B-League. Alright? I mean, who else? I mean, Team Galactic, unfortunate for them. Same with uh, Midnight Wisp. But, um, I mean, they just had a tough year. But then the Raspberry Racers are never in B-League. All right? Team Omo's never in B-League. They were one time. Okay, maybe one time. Sorry, I actually don't know. <laughs> they were really in B-League? Yeah, they didn't, they didn't qualify for uh, 2019, remember? Oh, they didn't. Wow. No, but think about, mm-hmm. but in general, just think about the really big names. They're not in B League, and if and even the ones that did slip down there, it's once and once, and you saw how quickly Team Galactic and Midnight Whiffs are making their way out of B League. If you look at the standings, they're up there, fat. All right, and they're gonna be, yeah. whoop, they're gonna be out of there. All right, and so B League, especially when you talk about teams that kind of linger there, the bulk of teams in B League are lingering teams, teams that make it to the A League less often than they don't often stick to the bottom of A-League and then drop back to B-League because they can't qualify. And those are the competition of B-League. So I I, I, I need more, uh, Mr. Med Stedman. 
as far as really yeah. convincing them that we should auto qualify um, the showdown team, and, and I'm and I'm, I'm open to it, but right now I still don't like. It. Yeah, I, I I feel you on that. Um, by the way, just thank you, Ahmed. I'm glad you're liking the channel. Hopefully, you'll continue to stick with us. Ahmed, you really um, thank you for that email though. I liked um, I liked the uh, I liked you to go for that to really bring that up and be like, dude, I got I, I got an idea and I got a reason. I'm not just gonna say it. I got a reasoning, and you gave a reasoning, and you talked about it, and you deliberated it. Um, and honestly, there are people who will agree with you. I mean, I'm just Marvel guy. I'm just me. <laughs> I'm just sitting here yakking. It's just my opinion. Well, written yeah, at the end know. of the day, we're we're just dudes at the on the, at the end of two microphones <laughs> screaming at each other. I mean, I mean, I mean, for sure. But anyway, next email. This one's just subjected marbles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, so, just, just marbles. To, just to give you an bad. idea of what you're getting into, Brendan, this is literally just uh, this person like giving a, a recap of uh, Bolt's entire career. Right, well, you know what? Maybe we need some of that because I don't know anything about Bolt, honestly, because I don't really follow the Thunderbolts because they're like a shitty Team Galactic where they always kind of get the same <laughs> place every year, but they're even worse than Galactic kind of thing usually. So they get like seventh every year. So... I don't follow them very closely. My eyes weren't on them. But we'll, we'll see. I mean, the Rangers of one of the worst teams this year beat them in the soccer. So I'm just saying. All right. Dear MSWP. Hi, Steve. Thanks. Oh, no. This is uh, actually Ethan, but he has Steve's email. So, okay. Hi. It is Ethan again, and I'm writing in about Bolt and my fantasy team. So, one, Bolt. And this is long. Bolt. The racer from... Racer. Racer from the Thunderbolts has always been good at long-distance racing. Bolt's first long-distance race to Sand Rally back in 2019. He placed 7th in, which was at least a top-half finish. In Bolt's first M1 race, he placed 5th, and in his second, he placed 12th. He seemed like he was letting the Thunderbolts down, but it was uphill from there. At Greenstone, one of my personal favorite courses, by the way, Bolt placed 2nd, uh, the first of many silver medals. The next track he faced was the short circuit. Thunderbolts' own M1 track. Yeah, I really like the short circuit. Remember the short circuit, Wap? That was a good one. The one that had that long straight and the, the really the mm-hmm. really aggressive hairpins. And the one where, where the limers got stuck at the top. Yeah, yeah. Sublime, right? It's tough. I believe so. It was sublime. Yeah. Um, the Thunderbolt's own M1 track, right? He had lo- a lot riding or rolling on him for this, as many home teams couldn't handle the pressure of hosting. He ended up placing second, boosting the team to sixth place in the standings, which is usually about where they end. I'm just saying. Um, the f- his final race was at Midnight Bay, where he placed ninth overall that season. He placed eleventh, but put the Thunderbolts in eighth. In M1 season, he's two. He started out pretty bad with a ninth place finish. He remarkably did get fastest lap in that race, though. In the second race, he took the silver and then did it again at Tumult Turnpike. The next race he competed in, he in he took bronze, followed by a ninth place finish. In the final race, he placed seventh, ending his season in fifth in the individual racer standings. I also look back at endurance events in 2020 and 2021. Bolt didn't compete in long-distance events in 2020, but did in the Winter Marble League Special. Bolt competed in the Snowboard Cross, and after three photo finishes, took second, adding to his silver collection of silver medals. He does have a lot of silver medals. That's like a Thunderbolt trend. The highest that goes silver, usually. Uh, finally, that brings us to this Marble League. The Thunderbolts chose Bolt for the elimination race, and it paid off. He got bronze for his team, moving them to fifth in the standings. Bolt is a consistent long-distance racer, and it as long as there are endurance events, I think Bolt can do good. Um, listen, um, Bolt is Bolt is a good teammate. Like he really is. He does do well. Uh, my problem with Bolt 
Um, and actually for the most of the Thunderbolts is that their best is usually silver. And if you want to, I, and I agree, he's a good player. Like I agree, but if you want to talk about him as someone that should be really noticed as an unsung hero, which is maybe what you're doing here, you had a lot to say about Bolt. Then I need to see some golds because you can't claim to be one of the best out there. If you don't have some golds on the board. And that's really the problem with the Thunderbolts. Why they always suffer overall. Like they've been a 6th, 7th like every year. Because they're not a bad team. But they just don't gold. They're never the best. So I think Bolt needs to work on that. I think he has promise. He does well. He does do well in a lot of events. And he's good at long distance racing. I agree. He wasn't terrible in M1. Finished in singularly. He finished towards the top. And there's like 40 single marbles. So if you finish above top 15. I mean. It's pretty good. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'm basically the same thing. I, I'm not as harsh on Bolt, probably, but like, they definitely have potential. They and they're gonna they could reach those lofty heights, I guess, of being one of the best. Yeah, and, and time will tell. Savage beaters might get old soon. I mean, they're not doing great this year. I mean, standings wise, I personally think they'll finish top five again. But we'll see. <laughs> It'd be funny if they come back and win. Um, they could. All right, end of his email. Fantasy. Last time I wrote in, I sent you my fantasy team. As of event four, I have 1,073 points. Can you check how that stacks up against other people? Because I was too late to enter. Eh, why not? Actually, uh, I checked it was roughly around where I was after 14, which was in the, either in the 70s. I think it was in the 70s. So well, after roughly 15, in that area. Oh, that would be after 14 then. Um, yeah. Okay, good. So, I mean, not bad. I mean, you're doing better than me. Probably didn't times three your own Rangers. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, Richard coming in. Oh my God! Now this one's this one's an email, and he all caps the end of it. Okay, format for soccer because he did it all caps. I had to yell it. Richard Hinckley, thanks for writing in. He writes in a lot. He's a good emailer. He says, "I'm not too fond of the single elimination format for Marble League type events. Standalone events are not so bad as in that case. You were only deciding a champion, not earning points for Marble games." But with the Marble League, the draw is usually random or has nothing to do with the, the skill of the contents in the event. You could have the top two facing off in the first round. This is the format he would use. Round one, eight matches. Round two, B-side. Round one, loser. Four, sorry, I'm getting so confused. Do you understand this? B- no, I don't. I stopped. I tried for a bit before the show, and I just couldn't do it. Okay, format he would use. Round one, eight matches. So that's all 16 teams compete. Round two, B side. So maybe the losing side, all the losing side. Round, so the round one losers, four matches. So four matches with the round one losers. Four matches then with the round one winners. Round of 12. Round two, B side winners versus round two, A side losers. Four matches, four matches. Quarterfinals, round two, A side winners of round of 12 winners. <laughs> Um, so what he's saying, he's just kind of giving everybody two is really what it it sounds like. He's giving everybody two chances to compete. And I see why you would say that. I do. Because it's kind of annoying when like something more luck based like soccer, just like they do like a couple runs, like they do first half, second half, bam, you lose by one point. Wow. That sucks. I mean, that sucks. That just, that's the worst. Um, but 
I mean, the video's long at that point. I, the video's really long at that point. And that does have a factor in it. You don't want the video to be of over 25 minutes or over 20 in JMR's case. I know I think I made that kind of unwritten rule. So I say no because of the video length, but I understand why you would make the claim because you want to see a less luck-based scenario because you're giving them two chances to really establish that they can be good at the event. Yeah, but it, 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 the, the email is just so confusing for me. Like, I imagine it would confuse the, the viewers probably too, I, I, just in the way it's described. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was said a little weird. It was formatted a little weirdly, but I think I got the idea. I got the what he wanted, what he was going for, Um, which makes sense. I mean, you're trying to do the best to keep things fair and to keep things really, like, really make it fair. Really make it so that skill has to be shown. Right? Skill must be shown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Agreed. Okay. Uh, last email. Last email. Let's do it. All right, here we go. So, Adu writing. I love Adu. You know that? So, Adu writes in and says, Sand Rally. He just no subjects to the email, by the way. He just starts. Sand Rally. The proper one delivered. The scene of four marbles... Going airborne to try and get the second place is another one to try to enter people's memories. But also so many contenders failed to leave a mark to point to the point of even a coach lost a job, a poorly executed plot, but there's already so many discussion. Soccer or football, it's a different face for an already existing event, but the small changes were effective. The game was more attack oriented with the opposite release gates. Yeah, that's true. The matches that shake the standings and the matches that shake the standings again. Yeah. Um um, I do want to talk about one thing. Oh, uh, and maybe you can you can talk about what you know about the Rojo Cerro firing, uh, Waff. But uh, um, I do want to mention one thing about San Rally again this year. Um, last year there was no San Rally, and this year they they finally do bring it back, and it's not the end of the Marble League. And I I'm unless Marble Cross is because Marble Cross is new this year. It's not like the Marble One track. I think they're going to try to do something even crazier. But I mean. Maybe it will be better. Maybe my mind will be changed. But I really want to see Sand Rally as the end. I think it's a fitting end to a Marble League. And so it's not fun for me. I don't like Sand Rally. Not at the end. Again, I'm more of an old-fashioned viewer. But that's what I think. Um, but yeah, anyway, woof, the Rojo Cerro. Yeah, that that is a whole thing. And I... Uh... I guess are we just gonna? I guess we're transitioning right into a discussion about the event now, right? Is it, I mean, is yeah, just mention Rosero, and then we'll just kind of bleed into the event. Um, the the stuff for soccer, you do. Um, we're gonna mention when we talk about soccer in a second. So, okay. um, let's just uh, let's just bleed right into Sand Rally. You can kick us off then, because remember, I'm gonna put yeah. up here, and we'll do ratings and opinions and everything. Yeah. So, uh, since we're on the topic of Rosero, I'm not against the firing thing like we've had it before and like it does add it does add drama and story to it with an, an extra bit of narrative it adds consequence to like the coaches on wiki early listed at 2019 because that's when coaches were created but i don't right. so i don't think uh rojo Cero actually was the coach of the team since the beginning but like they were still were their the first their first coach and 
I can kind of get like, you know, all this time we haven't really been improving, but then they finally make it, but then also they're doing terribly. And like, like firing them does add like, you know, to the narrative and like the, the coaches are already just, we're already there for immersion to begin with. Like they don't actually do anything out of like, out, like going out of role play here. So like utilizing them for more story stuff like this is makes sense. I do. I have heard like uh, the letter roll discuss this quite a bit. Um, I would say that they shouldn't have done it in, right in the middle of the event. It really kind of should have happened after the event. I feel like that. I feel like it was. It's like in like it's kind of in poor taste to kind of put them on blast right then and there. It, like, like you, you know, wait for the smoke to be cleared. You know, like yeah, yeah. I can. I don't understand that. Uh. I almost said maybe wait till the end of Marbley, but then again, they did that. And they I think they did it in Event 14 when they fired Tide as well. So this is just kind of how the managers like to do things. It seems it is what and like the Rojo Rollers they did do better in soccer, but that's probably more due to the fact that it's a new event for everybody than you know it them actually being improved by a new coach after what a few days of coaching. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I think the drama's good. I think they, they they but they have the wrong balance. I think that if you want to really do something like fire a coach, which I Okay, let me dive into role play for a second, then I'll come back out. Diving into role play, I don't like the firing because Rojo Rollers haven't been to A League in a long time. So to fire the coach his first year in is in poor taste, I feel, and not necessarily the best decision, especially mid season. If you're gonna fire Rojo Cero, do it after the season. Or, because, I mean, what are you putting a new coach in for for Event 15? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, guys. I'm going to turn my, my BL at the wall. What are we putting a new coach in? The Rojo Rollers, in going into Event 14, already couldn't even win the Marble League. So it wasn't like the new coach was, was put in place to possibly save the season. Right. Because there like, was what's no the point? possible. They so couldn't even make the podium. Yeah, they couldn't even, yeah. And that, I mean, now they can't even make the podium. So, I mean, it was not... It was not even a. It wasn't a useful fire. I mean, to mid-season fire. I. I it, it, if they're gonna dramatize Marble Sports, which I like because it adds to it, because now we can talk about Rojo Cerro being fired, and we talk about whoever got Oceanic coach, whatever one got fired. I forget the name. Like we talk about that. We can. We can. We can be like, that a good move. Blah, 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 whatever. But at least make it make sense. Who's going to put a new coach in for two events that don't matter? <laughs> it is kind of weird when you think about it that way, yeah. And and listen, I think Rojo Cero... Well, here's two things. Well, anyway, so in, in role play, that's what I think. So that was a stupid decision. And in role play, probably at the end of the season would it make sense. Or maybe give him one more chance if they stay in the A-League next year. Like, maybe I would fire him end of the season or if they didn't qualify 2022. That would be my move because that would make sense. Um, but coming out of role play, I think JMR, if they want to do this, they want they should do it. They should dramatize it. I mean, I don't know if they're going to go as far as interview the marble and put a voice behind it because that, you know, they don't do that stuff. But at least like maybe have a couple text bubbles to make it funny or like dramatize it visually, like have like a full 30 seconds of the video where 
the Rojo Cero is being removed and a new marble is being put in and the marbles are lining up differently to respect the new coach or just something where we're like, okay, this is, this is a thing. The mar- other marbles are engaged in the firing process. It's not like a, you know, like if you ever watch a sports, um, like if you're watching a baseball game or something and then uh, while you're watching it at the bottom, in the bottom, like the bottom inch of the screen, like scores from other games will scroll by. And you, you just know the score. You don't know anything about the game. You just know what the score is. Um, maybe some text will roll by. And that and that's probably that's kind of how all that stuff is right now, how the firing is. It kind of just rolls, it shows on the screen for a second. Greg Woods would be like, oh, well, you know, this is man, Rojo Sarah, blah, blah, blah. And um, you know, things like he, uh, to take it out mid-event. Um, but I think that they need, if they're going to do it, do it. Take 30 seconds and do it. And then it would be more worth doing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, EG brings up a good point that like like they'd already exceeded expectations by qualifying in the first place. So they're already yeah. trending better than they were before. Even if they're doing bad this year, yes, it's better than not being in Marble League at all. Um... A live chat uh, based on time at this point. Yes, we will do. We will do the trivia submitted by Super Yak, one of the most uh, well-crafted trivia creators in Marble Sports. Um, uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, Roll Rollers—they weren't in A League for a while. In role play, I mean, you got to give them a chance. Um, and and they're struggling. It, a lot of these events were new. I I don't know if the fire was right. I think the fire after a bad qualifier twenty twenty two would have made a lot more sense. Um, yeah. Not in event fourteen when the roll rollers are all out on the podium. <laughs> but uh, I guess getting away from the the whole uh, firing thing, the event itself that was really good. Like 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 you could never actually know who was going to win until the end. Like Momo led the beginning of their heat and they fell to the back and the same thing happened with Clementon in the final heat. Like they were leading the pack at the start, but then they were like, I think they were almost last place by the end. It's like you, like you really couldn't like you. Really, there's no way to know you. Like it was always up in the air and that made it very exciting. Yeah, no, um, I, I agree. Uh, San Rally was fun to watch. It always is fun to watch. That's why it should end the Marble League because there are a lot of lead changes. There are a lot of places where marbles will hit slow or fast patches. Um, and so it's it's a fun one. But, um, no, I mean, there's not many butts. It, it's fun. Um, obviously, I was upset at the Arrangers. It was odd that the Crazy Cat size won, but there are good, there are good racing team. Um, but that one really kind of shook up the standings a lot for, um, for placements and stuff. And, and you see Momo slowly, but consistently, unfortunately dropping away from the lead. Um, and which is, which is a shame, but, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you threw your rating out, Waff, but I'll throw mine out. I mean, Sand Rally, it belongs in Marble League. It has a place in Marble League. Um, normally I'd give it a nine out of 10 because it was misplaced. It was, it was misplaced. It should be the end. And I might change my opinion if Marble Cross with Kinetic Sand is amazing. Maybe. We'll see. But right now, I think Stan Rally still should be the end. So I'll give it an 8 out of 10. Um, fun event to watch. Uh, we also kind of forgot to mention the four-way photo finish for second place in the final heat. That was just crazy. Like, they were, they were leaping over the line. Like, that was... That was a hectic finale. And I that's love that. why it should be the final event because the speed gained in, in um, and this is just the natural pitch of the hill, but the speed gained in the sand rally lends itself to an, even an airborne finish. 
And just the way the stand is set up, marbles are going to move at a similar pace, and you will have close racing at the end. It's somewhere in the pack. Yeah, having a photo agreed. finish of four, where it's like, I don't even know who won yet, and who got, like, a six, because, like, it drops down quite a bit fifth. Like, that's that's awesome. Yeah, we'll have to see how Marble Cross uh, fills the void, if it's really good or not. But uh, rating-wise, uh, I think it's a nine for me. No, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's fair. It means a good event. Yeah, pretty good. What about uh, what about what about soccer? Uh, well, how about we do a trivia to bridge the two? Oh, you're in a trivia mood, there, Mr. Waff. Yeah, I really have one. I, yeah, I, 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 but hey, um, I mean, I'll, I'll read it out if you want. So, uh, oh, trivia uh, oh. music, play music, play music. Do we do it? Yeah, finally. Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go, go, go. Go, go, go. It's time for the trivia segment. Uh, 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 uh. I actually play the real music. Huh? All right, I think we're out of the music. I don't know. Did the music play it? All right. Um, so we have trivia this week. We have one. It's from Super Yak. We will be getting back into me and Waff coming up with trivia, but that's more when Marble League calms down. And um, we have less to do on the show, so more segments will return. So for now, um, uh, we're just going to go with Super Yaks, who's very kindly set this in. Difficulty extreme, he puts it as. And here's the question. There are six M1 individual racers who scored points in only one race. Name the racer, the season they competed in, and which race they scored in. Holy crap. Hint, three from each season. Oh, my God. Oh boy. Um There was it was one 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 of the jungle jumpers. Well, both of the I, jungle I, jumpers, I think. Uh the jungle jumper, I think it was Leap who got who that happened with in season 2. Hmm. Um It was bad season 1 like that. Good question. I don't think it was the Limers because they qualified for a lot of races, didn't they? I don't think the Limers oh, were ever... Actually, the Limers are not the worst showdown team. They really aren't. Oh, what did the, Horn... the Hornets suck season one, right? Oh, oh you're right. You're right. The yeah, Hornets, Hornets did suck. Yeah, they were bad. So I would go I would go both Hornets team, both Hornets marbles, both Jungle Jumpers mar- marbles, Hornets marbles being season one. Um, Jungle Jumpers Marbles being season two. Um, I would throw Cobalts in for season one and Pinkies in for season two. One of the Pinkies, one of the Cobalts. And fuck me if you think I'm going to know what races those are. Because I don't. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this is a... It's. Uh, but even if I get the I Marbles I... right. Like, we'll go with Azure from the Cobalt. Or so I'll go with Cerulean. No, Cerulean's good. Azure from the Cobalts, and I'll go from Pinky Toe. No, the Pinkies weren't in M1. Were they? Season 1? Oh, Season yeah. 2, were they in? I don't know, but if you're going to say both Hornets for Season 2, then there's... Because uh, Leap, I know. Leap, I know, only got one race. They only qualified for one. I know that for a fact. No, I'll say Bumblebees at- for um Season season 2. Um, And I forget who. Just one of the Bumblebees. Uh, I'll say so. Leap for season two. Uh, race electric boogaloo because I don't. F- there's no way I'm gonna actually know. Yeah, that's a hard uh, 
but I don't even remember the names of some of the choruses, my guy. Like, not no joke. I don't. Uh, the j- jungle town. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what the jungle map was. I forgot. Okay, love. <laughs> uh, hornets at uh, Hybem. Oh, Hive Drive was one of them, but I don't think they did bad. Did they even do bad at Hive Drive? No, they didn't. They did not. Don't know. Uh, I. I mean, the Hive Drive. Yeah, Hive Drive was that the Hornet movie? Stingy Boy? Because I don't remember the. Oh, we can look up the the, the competitors. What, Waspy, like, Hornet. Waspy, well, Waspy did bad at uh. Uh, I don't know. Mo Motorway. I don't know. Probably. Uh, then uh, b- uh, Minty Maniacs. Uh, Minty Fresh only did did got did one point at a uh, the primary park. Sure. Season one. Let's go. Uh, Sublime. I think uh, at a oh uh. Midnight Bay. Uh, then we had, uh, uh, uh dude, this is this is Blood this is Blood garbage. Blood. This is terrible. This season is one, not, no, Season no one, one is the Hornets. Season two, the Hornets didn't compete. Yeah, no, that's why I said season two for Hornets. Why would you say season I, two for Hornets? Season two, Hornets didn't compete in season two. Yeah, they did. Really? That's when they that's when they showed up. Oh, is that really true? Why am I? Why yeah, am they I weren't playing? in season one. Oh, you're right. Season two just feels so long ago, I guess. Um, okay, Race so I guess for, for me, Thank it'll, you, be, Flair. it'll be Horn. No, but if it's Hornet season two, then I would go both Jungle Jumpers and one of the Hornets. And then for season one, I'd have to go the other. I'd go another Jungle Jumper, so maybe leap and or hop again, and then like the Cobalts. I feel like the Cobalts suck season one. Uh, I, I'll go what with, uh, I guess I'll go uh, when the Cobalt Cerulean, sure, uh, with, no, 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 Mary, but no, Mary oh. got a lot of, Mary got more points, Mary oh, got maybe. points. Listen, I'm going to, actually, I'm going to go Bumblebees, uh, and, uh, Hop for season one, and Hornets and Hop for season two. That's what I'm going to do. Well, there's six, so. That's six. Three, for, three for each season. Three for each season, I just said that. Okay. Well, I'll, okay. Yes, I said my first two for season two. I don't remember what they were, but um, the YouTube listeners, you'll you'll know what it is. Mm-hmm. You'll know for me. Uh, then uh, so season one, Sublime, sure, not short circuit. They didn't even finish that race. Uh, <laughs> I think I, I think I said b- 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 Midnight Bay. Yeah, just just throwing out a spitball. Cerulean, sure, did bad at. I wish, it, I wish my face cam was on. I'm making some stupid faces, man. Uh, oh, yeah, I wish it was. I'm sorry about Wasp's face cam being uh, out of commission yet again. He's, uh, yeah, he's, it uh, sucks. He's, he's a little bit of an annoying uh, Cerulean did bad at oh, oh Raceway, sure. And then finally, last one on the list. Oh, I don't know. The Roho Rollers were there, I think. Yeah, yeah. Roho. Dose. Did bad at uh Greenstone. Uh the green duck track. That that trackity track. That one with Greenstone the duck in the turn. 
The what? Greenstone. Greenstone. Mm -hmm. See, I, 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 marble connoisseur, am I? Dude, this is a hard question. He said extreme. So this um, is a que this question is ridiculous. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check the answer. This was that was probably the longest time you've taken to give a trivia answer, but let's, <laughs> let's check the answer. Here we go. All right, so we got shock, sublime, and snowflake from season one. Shock at the short circuit, sublime at the Momoda way, snowflake at the O Raceway. So I was wrong about all those. You got sublime though. Um, I I was right about uh uh a uh. Uh, a, 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 a jungle jumper, but I didn't have the right name. It wasn't leap wasn't even in there. Yeah, for um for season two though, uh, hop we did get hop, so I got one lemon lime season two and skip, which is the other jungle jumper, uh from season two as well. So misty mountain, misty mountain or raceway respectively. So that's a hard question. If you got that, if you listen to this and you got that question, then you know a lot. Like, I don't even know how. Like, that's very... Even if I memorized, like, most of the things in Marble League, to put that all together, like, that... That's a tough question. So, um, good job if you manage that. Um, <clears throat> uh, with that being said, uh, play the end of the trivia music. Man, that was, that was a weird question. That was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show, show, show. The show, oh! Right? Well, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I was. <laughs> you just went silent. Like, I guess you're letting the music play. What? You always do, like, did the music play yet? Did the music play yet? That's what I'm always waiting for. I just wanted to get back to the final event so we can get that in in, in due time. Okay, let's do it. Let's go. Because I also have to apologize, uh, not apologize, but be taking responsibility for my bad picks this year, so. Here we go, guys. Let's go to soccer. Back from the news. Music was inserted somewhere. But um, we're going to jump into it. Soccer, I'm going to let Waff go first. Uh, talk about it. Talk about how you feel about soccer. So soccer was interesting. I remember like uh, when I was watching the premiere, The first, it wasn't until uh, the, second uh, the second run between the Razzie Racers and the Shining Swarm that I realized that they actually put like uh, a... Well, it's two on each side from each team, and they put them on the side for the goal that they are aiming for. And it's like, mm -hmm. oh, that's really good. That actually makes it a lot easier to avoid own goals. It still happened, but it, I think it did help. Uh, the event itself was very interesting to watch because of, you know, the ups at the beginning. A lot of the big-name teams were taken out of the running pretty early. So, excuse me. Uh, it uh, it led to some very interesting competition where, like, you didn't know, like, how this is going to affect the overall standings uh, one thing that really surprised me, and I'm like, this is something I didn't think I'd ever say. The Limers are amazing at soccer. Well, they like, were for I, the one round. But, 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 well, like, against the Glen Glaciers, even though they lost, that was a fantastic battle between the two of them. Like, yeah. Yeah, and the Glen Glaciers did go to on save to win. It? So they must have been, yeah, the Limers, the Limers did better than expected at soccer. Yeah, sure, like, since it's a new event, maybe, like, they won't do good next time once everyone's got experience. But honestly, I'm very proud of the Limers. They, even though they didn't they didn't make it past the second heat, they did really well. They had the best performance in the entire event. I, I enjoyed that one between them and the Lime Glaciers the most. Not a single one. Like, the, no, there was no other one that really got me as invested as that one. I um, liked that. That was that was fantastic. No, yeah, there were some really close rounds, and, and that was a really good battle. Um, and I think the Limers, um, well, I mean, you know, I'm a big Limers fan. I have a Limers shirt. Um, so, I mean, I am one. It's just that, like, I understand that the Limers, 
aren't going to be big winners most of the time and something we pull for. But um, yeah, I'm patient with them. And, I'm you know, they may not go on my fantasy team for a couple of years. But I, I'm glad that they had a good – when I saw them get four points, I was like, damn, Limers, come on, man. That was very that was very exciting for me. But, um, yeah, I agree. I noticed that. Um, I do want to point out two things that were new about this year's soccer. Well, three things. Wolf said one of them. Um, I mean, not that aren't just aesthetics. There's a lot of new aesthetic, of course, to the soccer. They have the new soccer balls instead of marbles, so that's cool. But 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 actual functional differences. Okay. Number one, they put Legos under the goal, and they didn't do that usually. Mm-hmm. They just had flat land, and and that doesn't affect the game that much. But it does keep the balls from inside from ever having that one mini possible chance of bouncing out if the ball like streaks towards the goal it's not going to bounce out and they don't want it to bounce out and then get stuck to the magnetized goalie so it, mm-hmm. it was a smart decision to go with legos down there um number two um there's a lip between the edge of the goal and the side of the uh of the uh arena there's the marbles can't just roll down the side and fall in the goal You've, you'll see that many times as you watch so if you yeah. if a, if like a soccer ball is in the corner and it rolls towards the goal, it can't just fall in. There's a little bit of a lip, so it makes it harder to score goals because a lot of scores are scored from just slow rolling to the finish there. But it does add to the challenge of it. You really have to be direct with your hits. You can't just get lucky that all the soccer balls kind of land badly, but then all roll towards the goal, which I think is a good change, but also like a change. I was like, oh wow, that's that's different. Um, and of course, like mm-hmm. Waff said, the um the marble orientations were set up so that the uh, each team was towards its own uh, the opposing goal. Um, those were good differences. They raised the quality of soccer, which is a cool event. It's a different event. Um, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm a little upset about the old Rangers. I mean, how you lose to the Chocolatiers. And like again, they put themselves in a place to get to the end, and they, they lose to an easy team. They lose to a team that... Mm-hmm. While decent at soccer, they're not a team that should be. They're not a team. I say like, oh, that one, yeah, that. I mean, that. Was, it's not like trying to beat the Savage Beaters, right? Who, by the way, also didn't do very well. But beside the point, like, it's not. A, it's not a great team, the Chocolatiers. The Rangers should have had some ability to just get it done. They've had a tough season. They needed to do something good this event. Not exciting to see that. Yeah, I mean, but like another thing you forgot to mention was uh, like the, the way the goalies worked this time was different. Like instead of using those really tiny like magnetic ball bearings, they use like I think there's just regular plastic balls, right? The soccer balls, but like the goalies had like some sort of adhesive strip on the front of them, so that way not they could catch not just the balls but also other marbles, which I thought was really cool. Like it allowed like that way it allowed them to use bigger projectiles for the actual balls instead of using those, like those really tiny little like. That's true. That, yeah. like, you, the ball like, bearings just, like, fly past one. you. Yeah. No. No. That's that's a good point. The adhesive and the adhesive. If you actually look at it, it's is a white strip on the front. It's towards the front. It's not just. It's not around the whole thing, which makes sense. Goalies mm-hmm. can't. I mean, a real goalie very rarely can make a save when he's not looking at it. Um. So I mean that that I don't know that was that was a nice small but you're right. Well, a very important touch. Uh, yeah, like, uh, the, the, the okay, the, the ending itself, like, like, the Gliding Glaciers have a goal. That was their first goal. I think that's their, is that their first goal ever? 
yeah, that is their first goal. Um, actually, I'm getting, I'm getting final standings up here just so we can take a look. Um, not just in ML2021. I think it's their first goal in anything. Yeah, there is their first goal ever. And they, like, do you know what like, the freaking crazy thing is? The Gliding Glaciers. And they're not a bad racing team. I'm just putting it out there. They could win. ML2021, which is crazy to think. They jumped seven right? spots. It's absolutely insane. Like they're in like, fourth like, place. Like the top five is made up of previous champions, veterans who haven't been doing too good, but have been like in the past, but have been like, improving, and then a like a full blown rookie team. Like we have it all. We have it all. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy because we got racers. We have so that's a possible repeat. Hazers, a just a solid team that is newer but hasn't had the chance. Mellow Yellow, a veteran team who has been pulling for a possible win for a long time. Gliding Glaciers, a team fresh off the boat. Team Momo, similar to Mellow Yellow. Thunderbolts, a team. I guess similar to Mellow Yellow and Team Momo in the sense that they're veteran and they've been working hard. Cat sides are actually in there somehow. I don't know how, but they have two golds and they're in there. Um, they're the team that some other people predicted. Savage Speeders are actually in there, at least the top three. They could win, but like, like, and so we have a possible repeat two times in a row champion. I mean, they're all in there. I mean, honestly, 9, 10, 11 aren't really in it. Green Ducks would really need a lucky situation, and mm-hmm. they're probably yeah. not going to win Marble Cross, would be real. And Chocolatiers and Chinese Swarm definitely won't be winning Marble Cross, Marble Cross. But I could see any of these top eight teams getting a lucky start and really pushing out a win right here. Um, am I worried about the Savage Feeders not finishing top five? No. No, I am not. Really? I am not because they are not that far away from fifth. They are not only a few points. They all they need to do is finish high in the standings, like in the top five in Marble Cross, and they probably will finish top five because of the way just general standings shake up. They'll pass a few teams, unless they put rapidly in. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on who they pick. I think Speedy should be picked. Speedy should be picked for this event. If you're a Savage Beaters coach, you don't pick Speedy. yeah, I say that about rapidly just because, like, I've, from what we've heard about it, it sounds like Marble Cross is literally just Marble One, but apparently with just all kinetic sand, which is pretty cool, actually, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that actually is pretty cool. I won't deny, but like, like, yes, we've never seen them race on a complete kinetic sand track. It's always been partial with a raceway. So, heck, actually, wait, rapidly didn't even race a raceway. I don't remember. Right? I don't. I don't know. No, you know what he did. Um, was a raceway the second? Yeah, because he rose. He raced yes. second. Speedy always started off, so I think he did race a raceway. Well, though, didn't rapidly get injured in the very first race of season two. That was, what? I thought that was Speedy who got stuck. I could have. I I might be wrong about that. Like maybe rapidly got raced in the 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 first season of raceway. I don't know. I don't remember. I think he raced on a raceway before, and I don't remember his sand performance. But then again, all sand oh, is a lot apparently, different. Apparently, according to Super Yak, both versions, actually. Oh, yeah. So we have seen him race on partial sand before, just not in I'd have in to see their placements um, in that. Maybe I'll even pull that up now that we're on the subject. Um, Marble 1, Marble 1. Second in season 1 and 16th in season 2. Well, good thing we got a live chat because I was about to look that up. Yeah. Well, those are very lopsided. And, um, well, I mean, with those with those numbers, though, um, am I am I opposed oh, to even throwing rapidly yeah. in this? No, I mean, I mean, they have a second and, and rapidly, had, like I said, had a terrible season, season 2, but this could be, 
they could bounce back here with this one. But I honestly, like if I'm the coach right now, I'm saying, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Speedy by the shoulder. I'm gonna be like, listen, man. Listen, man. The shoulder? Marvel's got shoulders. I'm gonna be like, listen, what? Speedy. We are the savage beaters. And we probably not gonna win this year. It's been a tough year for us. We've been up and down. But we are the savage beaters. We've never finished below top five. And you are the best player on our team. Savage, come on, Speedy's the best player on the Savage Beaters, obviously. Go out there and just do enough to maintain our reputation. If you win and we somehow win the Marble League, well, everyone's going to hate us. But great. <laughs> just go out there Imagine. and maintain the top five so that I don't hate myself as a coach. And Speedy going to be like, listen, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do I'm going to fucking do that. <laughs> okay? So that's why I would put Speedy in. All right? Apparently, Rapidly actually is the best in NL. They have like five podiums, 157 individual points or something. So I would, But based on his Marbula 1 performance, I would definitely put Speedy as a better overall athlete. Um, well, I mean, rem- well, remember though, well, I guess overall for everything, then yes. But like, I'm like looking at just at ML because ML... Like, well, this is also... It is going to be an M1 in styled event again, based on what we've heard. So, it, it, dude, it's this is a very this okay. Event sixteen is going to be absolutely wild. Like, I I have no idea what to expect. I'm going I mean, to be on the dude, edge of my seat the entire crazy. time, dude. I'm not even going to be on my seat. I'm not even going to be. I'm going to be pacing. I'm going to try not to do that because I'm I'm going to probably record a reaction for it because it seems like this is going to be something that's going to be. Hey, like if, if, we're, if, we're, if we're both not busy, maybe we can both do a reaction thing for it. That'd be fun. No, you know what though? I think I'm actually like working up until twelve noon on Tuesday, so it would be a. Oh, that's fine. We can do separate thing. reactions. Yeah. That's cool. Like, man. Oh, I guess get back to the event itself. Uh, yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, in terms of improvements, uh, hmm. It's, hmm. I mean, if you look at soccer just like as them improving upon hockey, they have improved it quite a bit. Is there more room for more improvement? That's the question. In soccer? Yeah. Oh, oh, we didn't do the ratings on that. I'm gonna uh, we'll get to the standings in a second, but uh, we'll do the ratings real quick, um, and then we'll talk about improvements. I want to throw out. I mean, this was a decent event. Soccer is fine. I get. I'll give it a seven. It's it's a cool event. Yeah, uh, seven sounds good. It was fun. I had some really great moments, but uh. It still went by kind of fast at times, and it did, it did suck, admittedly, when, like, a team, like, oh, they just had, like, had two runs, and they're out, okay, goodbye. It's like, yeah, oh. Yeah, it's like you see the team for okay. a couple seconds. I mean, they need, a, they need to know how to lengthen the playtime for each marble, but still keep the video the same length, which is kind of hard. Um, but here's the big improvement, and I know we talked about this last time soccer was a thing. Um, and this is obviously a very large jump in the event, because this is a completely different thing you have to set up but i'd like to see it like an air hockey table kind of thing where marbles can move freely and and, and soccer balls yeah can move we've freely. talked about this and you kind of have the soccer balls in the middle you have the marbles on the outside you kind of ram them together and you kind of you give it like 30 seconds to settle or something like that and see if the marbles can make it go because if they if they do it right and there's really no friction the marbles will be moving at pretty high speeds or at least some of them will for a while maybe put a couple spinners dare i say it at the edge to keep marbles moving but just something where it 
there's more action. It's not just like sliding down a hill kind of thing. And that's obviously, obviously that's the best they could do now because soccer in, in Marvel sports is the most fucking whack thing on the planet. Um, <laughs> like that's like, like let's be real. Um, by the way, F word counter. I said it three times this episode. I haven't said it in about a hundred episodes. So sorry about that. I'm just very, I'm upset that the Rangers, like they're in 13th, man. They can't even win. Like I, I'm very pissed about that. So sorry. But um, like, it is a whack event. It's a very odd thing to try to put into Marble League. So it's it's cool that they can even do what they do. But obviously, if they can at some point take the time and make that big jump to something even crazy and more free move, that could be that would be a ten out of ten. Yeah, but like we've always also discussed it, like at the amount of effort and money that would go into making like that that big old field that we talked about like way back when, it would be it basically just need to be like its own like a. Uh, 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 I lost the word. No, uh, you do the th- you do the thing where like you uh you you emphasize a certain points and you oh how how did this happen? Why? Like it's like where you you're you're prioritizing you focus on one thing only. It's like we're focused just on hockey. The there we go. Focus. Sure. I don't think I don't think that's the word I was thinking of, but whatever. It kind of works. But like a, a channel that's yep. focused only on like either Marvel, soccer, or hockey would put that much effort and money in. We my word, that, my brain right? is shot. No, I know what you mean, and it's uh, you know. Um, by the way, thank you to the let one of the Let It Roll members for showing up to the show in the live chat. Um, sorry to hear that Decker's computer died. That's um, that sucks. <laughs> rip, rip Decker. But um, you should check out Let It Roll. By the way. If you didn't, you should. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think obviously the step forward for soccer is very expensive and time consuming, but that would be the step forward. I mean, it really would. You can make small improvements, like very tiny things, like ball size, goal size, strength of the goalie, um, positions of the marbles as they enter, maybe go a little diagonal towards the center to give marbles really length to kind of move around. Something make like Make a way that. for the goalie to move. Somehow. Yeah, somehow maybe decrease the incline towards the goal so marbles still roll there, but you have a little more time mm. for things to go on. You know, something like that. But, like, those are small things. It's the same idea. If you want to take it to the next level, of course, it's more expensive and very time-consuming, but it could be cool. And um, uh, Oh, I just had, like, a super crazy idea. Like, I thought, at first I was like, oh, just put a servo and, like, have the the, uh, the marble goalie move back and forth on a, on a pattern. But, like, if you really want to go really advanced with this, you put like a like an IR sensor or something on it, so it detects movement, so it actually tries to move towards the ball like a real goalie. That's that's actually really cool, and that would actually be high tech. And you'd have to attach them to marbles, but that could be really cool. And like but it would be like, so cool if you could set the sensor forward a bunch, so that it could actually be able to move in time. Right. Sometimes that would be really fun. I, agree I guess with the that. problem would be like it would also it would have to probably be a different kind of sensor that detects color because. Otherwise, it would just pick up the marble and then run towards the marble instead of the the ball at times. So it's it's not perfect. There are definitely some issues to work out. But that's 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 what that's what brain that 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 that's what brainstorming is. You just throw out ideas, and then once you find your good ideas, you then figure out how to make them work. I agree. You got to start with a base of just this is a weird thing I'm thinking of. Let's go from here, right? That's how you do ideas. Correct. Um, but yeah, I, I like that, and I think I don't know. We maybe we'll talk about soccer and, and, and expansions upon it in a future episode when there's less going on. But that is um, 
It's a weird one. It's a weird one. You could do a mm-hmm. ton with it. And if you really put all the time and effort, you're right. You would want to make a whole series just based on soccer. If you really complexed it to sensors and free roll and things like that, then things would get kind of crazy. But I think that's be cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I think we're done with soccer. But let's talk about like these, the overall stands. Who do we think is going to win this? Because like, like, seriously, this is what, like, just to put it into perspective, Momo, if, like, if, they, if they got first, they would have like a an over 10 point lead over the raspberry racers if they got last which is a quite substantial for a competition like this normally it's not that close between fifth and first like so like right. like it really is like open to quite a few i mean let's think for a second um let's talk about points let's talk about them um sorry let's see. okay so 25 is um uh the first place, of course. And then it goes 20, then 15, then 12. So um, if, if a team gets first and the uh, the teams at the top do not also podium, then you're looking at um, the teams being over 10 points away from gold. So 12 is, is 13 away from gold. If you go to final standings here, um, let me get there. Sorry, I'm pulling that up. So if you go to final standings here, um, let's say even, let's let's talk crazy. Let's talk crazy. Let's go Green Ducks, which I don't think we have much chance. But let's see Green Ducks pop a, pop a 25, okay? 33, 43, 53, right? So 153, 158. They're actually only a couple points above the Raspberry Racers um, and the Hazers, who could still win with a fourth. But yeah, down to fourth, fifth place, Ducks only need them to not podium. If you go up a little right. bit even, if we look at Savage Speeders, Savage Speeders, oh, that, they're the ones to watch right now. 37, uh, 47, 57, and then five more um, gives you 62. 162. If you're one, if Savage Peters get first with 162, then Raspberry Racers, of course, Raspberry Racers can still win with a decent performance, and they might, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, but um, below them, I mean, 62 is about 13 more than 149. Actually, it is exactly 14 more than 139. Uh, 13 more than 149, which means even if the Hazers get fourth place if the Savage Beaters win, the Hazers won't win. So, I mean, for Savage Beaters, if they get first, and listen, the Savage Beaters, they could get first. Really, they could. Then they only need the Raspberry Racers to finish below fourth. That's true. It's crazy. Dang. So the Raspberry Racers have a, have a moderately shitty race, and the Savage Beaters win. Well, the Savage Beaters are your uh, your first uh, two times in a row champions. And that's down to eighth place. We're talking eighth place in the standings right now. I mean, upwards, upwards, it just gets easier. And that's why and I'm that like, whoa. Shining Swarm too. Yeah. Because Shining, Shining Swarm is tied Shining, with them. Dude, Shining Swarm, are they going to come out and win Marble Cross? Come on. I don't know. I mean, I, I do. <laughs> you have seen this season. Yeah, but it's Shining it's bonkers. Swarm. I mean, like, I would, ex- I could see it from Gliding Glaciers. I could see it from Thunderbolts. But what I'm saying is that this is really cool because we could get a very unexpected team to be the winner because... You could just be a you could just be a fortunate race for you. I would love to see Gliding Glaciers and Mellow Yellow win. That would be crazy, man. That that would be something else. Listen, here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say it because we should throw out predictions. Before I do this, though, I want to get this out. What I'm the other thing I need to say um, because this is part of my responsibility as a um, as the Marvel podcaster to say this. I made mistakes. I mean, I claimed at the beginning, and I do claim that I have helpful and fair information regarding how you should pick your fantasy team. I've, I've claimed that. I have claimed that multiple times. 
And I think I do. I think when I say something like Savage Beater should always be on your team, I'm kind of right. I mean, they did get two gold medals this season, so I am kind of right. All right? But I made a bad pick with the old Rangers. I did not do enough. I think I didn't look into it enough. I really didn't. I didn't see the potential of these other teams. I mean, look at, I mean, we, we talked about Raspberry Racers, Mellow Yellow for a second in the fantasy. Like, wow, they did well in the qualifiers and they're both in the top three right now. And I slept, Mm -hmm. I mean, I did pick the Raspberry Racers, but I slept on both of those teams as even touching my multipliers because I was so like, well, Rangers, I mean, they almost won this year. So that's my that's my bad. I mean, Waff was right. He said that he thinks think the O'Rangers. I mean, and and actually, you guys were right because I think some of you guys were like, O'Rangers are going to have a downturn because that was similar pattern to their first downturn. They did well and then they go down. They did well. They got second last year. They're going to go down. So that I mean, you guys were more right than me. But O'Rangers was a bad pick. As for the other picks, I mean, Cat Size could win. Savage Beaters could win. So those are I can't say those are bad picks. Gliding Glaciers and Raspberry Racers could win, actually, very easily. So yeah, your your sleeper pick was way better than my sleeper pick. What was your sleeper pick again? Rojo rollers. Oh my god, dude! That's why you're not up in them standings. Oh wow! Dude, I mean, I'm I, still doing better than you. Dude, I told you, put your money on the team. You know nothing about Rojo rollers. You. That's what that. I did. Oh man, no, but you didn't, because Rojo rollers like have a like you don't. Rojo rollers are crap, man. Like they're they're a consistent crap. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, but... Listen, and, I mean, I, I'm not too down on myself because four of the teams that I, out of the five that I picked could very well win Marble League. And based on the event coming up, these four teams are the four teams I expect to be competing highly. Raspberry Racer is obviously a good racing team. Savage Speeders, come on. Crazy Cat Size on sand? They're good. They won Sand Rally, all right? Let's, let's, be, let's just be aware of that. So... It's very possible for all three of these teams to, uh, four of these teams to win. Gliding Glaciers, again, have been a pretty good racing team. They're a fast team. So, um, I mean, money could be on them. So, um, I'm happy with those four picks. But where it sunk was why I put my three times multiplier, which I told you was a very important pick, and I threw it on the old Rangers, and it was bad. It was unthought out. I should have threw it on something like, I mean, even if I threw it on crazy cat size, then I would be at least in okay standing because, and I almost did. I was almost convinced to, but. I didn't, so um, I have to take responsibility for that bad pick. But uh, other than that, um, I mean, obviously we'll deliberate more when um, uh, when the season's over. But for now, mm-hmm. just putting it out there. Uh, Waff, wow, we're somehow over time again. But uh, Waff, why don't you? Yeah. We'll end off with predictions for. We'll do. How about we'll do a top three? You'll pick your most likely, second most likely, third most likely from the current standings, and I'll do that, and then we'll end out. All right. You would explain reasoning if you want. Up to you. My number one is still Raspberry Racers, just because that feeling that they I had since the beginning is still here, and they like even though the the lead over to second place is not substantial, especially by Marble standards, it is still more than the gap between pretty much everybody else. So they have like and like as you said, like the only one that like can really challenge like who can be a problem for other competitors, like even the even if like the the Savage Peters got first place, like. They need the Raspberry Racers to do a lot worse to actually still lose, or sorry for them for them to actually still win it. So like the Raspberry Racers still have a a decent hold on that on that championship, as long as they can just have a good performance to uh, next yeah, week. And the so right marbles they, aren't first, right? 
Yeah, so they they're they have of uh, the best the widest margin for error. Yeah. Even if it's not too big, it's they still have the the most the best chances of doing it. Uh I would say am I feeling glaciers or or mellow yellow more? I think I'm feeling Mellow Yellow has just been surprising me recently. I think I'm still. I think Mellow Yellow has the second best chance. Uh, I I guess actually just going this way. I think Raspberry Racers will be at first place. Mellow Yellow gets second, and I think Momo will get third. Well, I mean it's possible. Momo's not even that bad a racing team. So, but they did terrible in the Sand Rally. So, um, yeah. So I mean you got to be aware of that. Um, I mean those are not bad predictions though. Momo's kind of a very up and down team. He can't always pin it. It is like, yeah. Like well, the thing is, like, my, like, the, like the thing is, is that like I didn't think that this would be their year when I did year. the fantasy. Oh my god! I didn't and know. like, but like they did so much better than I expected. And like, I feel like I need to go a little bit against my own gut when it comes to Momo. You know what right it is, now. though? Because like, you know what it is, and I say this time and time again, and and everyone always says that this is not important. You don't necessarily need this. But what does team Momo? Uh, team Momo had an amazing year. What did they lack? What did they lack compared to all the other teams who are doing better right now? Gold medals. I mean, Raspberry Racers only have one, granted. But if you want a Team Momo at the top right now, what did they need to stay up there? Another gold medal, and they don't have it. And that's like, that's a problem. So, um, uh, I mean, of course, you could argue Raspberry Racers have the same medal count, and they're, and, and they're, they're leading. But I'm saying I'm I'm argue, I'm talking from the perspective of we're talking Team Momo dominating here. They were dominating before. What did they need to do? They needed to put a second gold medal up on the board. And if they did, well, that's five more points, and they're they're almost leading at that point. So just putting that out there. Um, and you can't get two last places. They got two last places this year. But I'll throw my predictions out. Um, I hate to be cliche and boring, but I mean the Raspberry Racers have to be my number one pick because they're a good racing team and they have margin for error. Different teams, I might have picked something below, but Raspberry Racers really do have the best chance here. Um, after that, my uh, second pick would probably be the Glaciers because I get really worried when I think about the Hazers and Mellow Yellow on the sand. I don't mm. like them on the sand. And so Glaciers got to be my second pick. I They got to be my second pick. Um, after that, Savage Beater is my third pick. I never count them out. And... Um, I mean, Savage Beaters did some bullshit last year to, to mess with the old Rangers. I think they could do some bullshit again this year. Uh, uh, Flair just kind of mentioned that maybe we were sleeping on the Hazes a bit. They do have the I'm most medals. But, like, like mm, hey, could Haze could Haze Amaze? Could Haze Amaze next week? That moment when Haze is... T- okay, well, here's the thing. You have to look at the event. Hazers is not... My first choice for a marble Marbula One style sand race, like that's not my first choice for that event, and I, I don't know. Like, I mean, maybe MC, but listen, I'm just throwing up in. They do have six medals, but I don't see it. I just don't. And I could be wrong. I mean, but I just don't see it. Um. Yeah. Well, I know they're good, but Raspberry Racers are better. Speeders are better than the Hazers. Both of them are better teams than the Hazers. And Gliding Glaciers have a lot of freaking momentum right now. They do. And they're not even a slow team. Gliding Glaciers actually, if you look at like five-minute sprint and stuff, they're actually a relatively fast team. So, I mean, Hazers might be pick four, but... Listen. 
Oh, I'm tired, so... <laughs> Why didn't yeah. you close this out? I'm too. Alright. Roll on, Marvel Sports fans. <laughs>